you're most likely unable to isolate your ring finger. Every time you move your pinky or the middle finger, you'll move the ring finger too. That's because the movement of your fingers is regulated by two nerves that come from the forearm. One of them is responsible for the thumb, index, and half of the middle finger. And the other covers the little, ring, and the second half of the middle finger. These two nerves are intertwined, which makes it difficult to raise your ring finger alone, without the middle and little fingers tagging along. Still, with practice, you can do it much easier, for example, if you're a musician. It's not true that people can't touch the tip of their nose with their tongue. This superpower is called Gorlin sign, and about 5-10% to of people worldwide can perform it. Those who can do it are usually able to touch their chin with the tongue. People with double-jointed thumbs can bend them backwards. Looks super unusual, and very few people can do that. Still, it's totally okay. It doesn't hurt to bend a thumb this way either. And it's not only about double joints. Some people just bring flexibility to the next level. This condition is called hypermobility. It allows rare individuals to twist their bodies into weird positions, just like a snake, putting their head between their feet, doing a back bridge, and all sorts of splits. But in some cases, hypermobility can increase sensitivity because such people have a larger medulla. This brain area is responsible for processing emotions. Very few people can actually digest milk. The thing is, there's some special enzyme, let's call it a little helper, that breaks down the sugars any milk has. When people grow up, they run out of this enzyme, and only a little over 30% of all people retain some of it. Next time you're talking to a friend, try to breathe in through your nose. Don't make a pause to inhale. Try to do it in the middle of a sentence while speaking. Uh-huh, that can be rather tough. Only about 1% can do that. And they're usually musicians. Some people can hear their eyeballs moving inside their sockets. It's a rare condition that about 1 in 500,000 people have. And it's not as cool as some might think. This is caused by a tiny hole in the bone that covers the inner ear. People who have this condition may also have problems with balance and hear their own heartbeat very clearly. Can you wiggle your ears intentionally? Congratulations! Around 22% of people on Earth are capable of wiggling one ear. As for moving both ears at once, only 18% can do that. Ear wiggling used to be a common thing for our distant ancestors. Scientists believe they could perform a variety of movements with their ears. We mostly don't need it today, but some people claim that everyone can learn to move their ears. It only takes time and practice. About a third of all people can raise one eyebrow, left or right, but the ability to raise both eyebrows separate from each other is much more rare. If you're not among them, that's because you cannot yet control and move the corresponding muscles. But this skill can be developed. Stand in front of a mirror, hold one eyebrow with your hand, and lift the other up and down, and then do the same with the other eyebrow. This will help you learn to move them separately. Imagine falling from the roof of a 10-story building and getting away with a few bruises and scratches, but no broken bones whatsoever. Such a genetic anomaly was discovered back in 1994. It makes a person's bones about eight times denser than normal, which basically makes them indestructible. There was a case where a man had gotten in a serious car crash and not only survived, 
but had not a single fracture. What's even better, for him at least, is that the feature seems to be hereditary. It means he could pass it down to his kids, and they'll become unbreakable too. Stretch out your hand and place the ring on the crook of your elbow, then rotate your palm. If the ring didn't fall, you're a rare person. Some say only 2% of people can do that, but that's arguable. Our eyes allow us to see millions of colors and shades thanks to three types of cones inside them. Each type is responsible for seeing a range of shades between the three primary colors, red, green, and blue. There are people who have an extra cone type, they're called tetrachromats, and we can't even start to imagine what the world looks like to them. They see millions more shades than others do, and can show you the difference between two virtually similar colors. Interestingly, most mammals used to have four types of cones in their eyes in the distant past, but lost one in the process of evolution. 90% of people are right-handed, and only 10% are left-handed. But there are also a very small percentage of those who can use both hands equally well, including writing, drawing, and doing any tasks. Naturally ambidextrous people account for only 1% of the entire population, which is about 70 million people. If you want to check whether you're one of them, try to write the same phrase with both hands, or draw a circle first with your right and then with your left hand. If there's no difference, congrats! By the way, these exercises are very good for balancing the hemispheres of the brain, regardless of which hand is your working one. Most people depend on weather forecasts and have to adjust their outfits depending on the season to avoid catching a cold. But not everyone. Lucky ones have learned to keep their bodies warm in any frost. These fearless heroes can walk in the cold wearing only swimming trunks and feeling cozy. They can stand in the snow barefoot and even swim in a river or an ice hole. Usually, this talent doesn't come naturally. People temper their bodies for years until they get used to withstanding extreme cold. Stretch out your palms in front of you. Squeeze together all of your fingers except your thumb. Now spread the index and middle fingers and the ring finger with the pinky in different directions. Success? If so, you'd probably make a wonderful musician because the nerves in your palms are well developed. Every day, people use their tongue to recognize different tastes and communicate with each other. But it's also a great tool for a bunch of tricks. Like I said at the beginning of this video, around 5-10% to of people can touch the tip of their nose with their tongues. The current title of the world's longest tongue belongs to Nick Staubel from the USA. His tongue measures 3.97 inches, according to the Guinness World Records. There's also another contender whose name is in the Indian Book of Records for the tongue measuring a whopping 4.25 inches. But the average adult male tongue is only about 3.3 inches long, and the average female tongue is 3.1 inches. That's why most people can't perform the nose trick that easily. Tying a cherry twig in a knot is a popular party challenge, but only a few people can do it right and quickly. Al Glinetsky set the World Guinness record in June of 2014 when he made 14 cherry stem knots in one minute using only his tongue. If you want to try to beat his record, practice with patience and pick longer stems, around 1.5 inches long. There's plenty of tutorials on this topic at your service. 
Kekri Mudra is a term from yoga that means curling the tip of your tongue back in the mouth. Ideally, it should reach above the soft palate and rest at the beginning of the nasal cavity. This asana helps refresh the mind and body and overcome thirst, hunger, and anxiety. Some say it also helps become a professional lucid dreamer if you acquire a habit to fall asleep with Ketri Mudra every night. But most yoga beginners spend months and even years to reach into the nasal cavity. And if you can do it right away, you're the lucky one. Can you sit down on the floor and get back up without the help of your hands or knees? This simple challenge is called the sitting rising test. Although scientists argue whether this test is trustworthy in telling anything about your health, you can still use it to check whether your muscles and heart are strong enough. If you're unable to get off the floor without the support of your hands or knees, maybe it's time to return to the gym.